Hey, Prayer Podcast family. This is Shania of the Prayer Podcast, and I am late, and I skipped last week, and I'm generally tragic, but you guys still love me, and I love you, so thank you for tuning in. For those of you who don't live in Nashville, Tennessee, we had a tornado hit Nashville on like Tuesday at 1 a.m. I was up doing work and my boss texted me and she was like, girl, you need to get to a safe space. It's a tornado about to hit by your house. Um, and thankfully, it did not hit my house, but it did affect the community that I work in. A couple of communities because I, I work in about seven different neighborhoods. It affected about three of those. Um, and so a lot of my efforts this week have been to support the neighborhoods and the neighbors and to help fill a gap and you know push people in those directions so um if you have a second just set up a prayer for nashville in the wake of tornadoes and the people that it really affected because I literally can't imagine when I see their houses and trees going down the middle and people's baby pictures flying down the street. Like it really is heartbreaking to know that our neighbors have to start over and find a place to to live and feel safe and, you know, dealing with these issues, um, you know, finding insurance, all these different things. So um, that's what I've been doing. I hope you guys have been well and I would love to hear from you guys. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how your lives are going, friends. Um, but today we're going to talk, um, let's see the Psalm. I want to say it's 146. I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah. 146 verse eight, Psalm 146 verse eight. The tip of the week is something I have been trying and it really has been transformational. Maybe that's like a exaggeration, but it really has been helpful in my prayer life. And it's this. Have you ever heard somebody pray me or your pastor or your mama, whomever? And you were like, yes, honey, that's good. But you really can't recall what they said. And like after it's over, you don't really remember it. And so I felt that way a lot. And I was like, Lord, I really want to remember I mean, not verbatim, obviously, but the, the the spirit of these prayers, because when they pray in them, they, they talking to me. And so what I've started to do is to repeat after the person when they pray. If they say, Lord, heal this land, I say, God, heal this land. And I may say it in my own words, because sometimes they may use certain scripture or colloquialisms or things that are not in my natural proclivity to use. And I also want to make sure I actually understand what they're saying to agree with it. And so I may change the words here or there. But for the most part, I really try to repeat after people in a whisper voice, of course, uh, when they're praying. And so my heart and my mind can connect to exactly what they're saying. It's one thing to hear something, but it's nothing to say something. You know what I'm saying? You know, you saw what I did there. So um, that's my tip of the week. It's really been working for me. I hope you try it. Let me know if it works for you or something that you practice often. Um, But yeah, so the tip of the week is to repeat after the person praying and allow that message to seep into your heart and mind. And um, the verse that we're praying through today is Psalm 146 verse 8 says the Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. God, we know that you love the righteous and we are the righteous because we are 
Um, you're anointed ones. We are the people who want to be in right standing with Christ. We are born again. We believe that Jesus died on the cross. We give our lives over to you as a living sacrifice. Righteousness does not mean perfection. And first of all, I want to say personally, I'm, I'm grateful that you freed me from that believing that Jesus was righteous and I'm righteous as he is. So if I'm not perfect, therefore I'm not righteous. There are actions that we do in our everyday as being born into sin that do not reflect the righteousness of Christ. But our lack of reflection in that moment does not negate our righteousness as a trait of our identity as a child of God. God helped them to hear that the way that you meant it when you gave it to me to say our righteousness is not defined by our actions our righteousness is defined by our identity if we are children of God if we are the people of God if we believe that he is our father that he loves us and that we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ then we are righteous and our actions don't reflect if if our actions don't reflect that righteousness then it calls us to repent and turn away from that action that is thank you Holy Spirit that is the the measuring stick by which we determine actions and their righteousness. If what we do aligns with his righteousness, then we are righteous. If what we do does not align with his righteousness, then we are righteous, but we're acting in a way that does not reflect the truth of who we are. And therefore, Lord, we ask that you help us repent. We ask that you help us to tear down those strongholds. We ask that you help us to take the sin, the taste of sin out of our mouth. We ask that you make the thing that is not righteous so unattractive and unappealing we could not imagine. Ugh even doing that thing we can't imagine having that thought we tear it down we reject it in the name of jesus we choose you over that thing every time god help us to have wise counsel so we can go to them tell them exactly what's going on with us and trust that they would not only keep our secret but keep us accountable to the word and the will of god but we will not hate ourselves we will not talk negatively about ourselves we will not allow the enemy a foothold in our lives to take our mind to forget that righteousness is an identity trait it's not a descriptor of the way that we act or the decisions that we make come on holy spirit and we thank you for it today right now we thank you for the freedom of righteousness and that we are not being tied down by legalism we're not tied down by what people think we should and shouldn't do we're not tied down by our past sins we're not tied down by self-sabotage or lack of self-forgiveness but instead we are freed freed by the word of god we are freed by the understanding of christ lord i thank you that you say you give sight to the blind psalm 146 is so good because it talks about giving sight to the blind that's a physical actual healing promise to us if you are physically ill disabled he will heal you he will let me say it like this he can heal you healing is very complicated and we're not going to get into it on this prayer um, but he can heal you if you are physically or mentally or emotionally disabled that's a that's an a trait and a strength of christ but he also can lift us lift up those who are bowed down that is an emotional spiritual mental trait of the goodness of God he can lift us up 
And then he loves the righteous. That is the utmost spiritual, heavenly, eternal reflection of Christ. So he basically like, I got it all covered. I got your actual physical body. I got your mental and emotional needs. I got your spiritual well-being. What else do you need? You got it all in Psalm 146. And we thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that any any spirit that is around us, that is around our household, that is around our family, that is around our jobs, that are around our kids, that are around anything and anyone, that we bind it in the name of Jesus. We bind people making poor decisions that affect us. We bind drunk driving. We bind high driving. We bind people who are not in their right minds coming into places. We bind gun violence. We bind anything that is not of you. We bind abuse. We bind stalking, Father God. We bind reckless driving. We bind distracted. We bind, excuse me, distracted driving, texting and driving. These are the things that can the enemy is using to harm your people and we bind that in the name of Jesus and we call forth safety we call forth that no spirit that is not like you can get close to us let alone attach itself to us we thank you God that you gave us spiritual eyes to see and spiritual ears to hear if something ain't right and we will heed that voice and the voice of a stranger we will not follow we thank you for the idea of a mother's intuition or a parent's intuition a woman's intuition or or a good feeling and all these other little colloquialisms the universe blah 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 sure but we know that it is the god in us and how dare we disregard the god in us for other people's comfort for our unsurety we thank you lord that we walk certainly in certainty and confidence in the things of christ in the name of jesus we thank you lord that we i know physically literally that our neighbors and friends heads are bowed But God, there are people out there who are rich and who are famous and who are happy, quote unquote, and who have kids. And you look at them like, girl, you ain't got no problem, sir. You got everything you can want. But they, their heads are bowed emotionally or spiritually or behind closed doors. Help me, Holy Spirit. They they look perfect. They look like, yes, yes, yes. But we know that that is not true. That is not a real experience. Instead, what's really going on is that they are hurt. They are unsure. They are disconnected. They have grown comfortable in sin. They don't know how to turn back. They have broken relationships. They have brokenness on the inside of them. And they have not allowed you to come in and heal for them. So, God, if our heads are bowed because of our natural situation, a a tornado, a hurricane, a flood, something broke in their house, somebody passed away. Like those are things that we can see, but there are also pains that we cannot see. There are disabilities that we can see and there are disabilities that we cannot see. We pray for them all, anybody in any way whose head is bowed. Father God, I thank you that you are the lifter up of their heads. And then when you lift up their heads, it's not so they can see the people or things around them. It's not that they can lift up their heads and say, dang, my house got hit by a tree, but this house also 
got you know swept away with the tornado and that house has something wrong with it and these people don't have power no he don't lift up our heads to see people and situations and quote-unquote reality around us he lifts our head all the way up he lifts up our heads unto the hills from which cometh our help so god when you lift our bloody bowed heads up to the hills father give us a divine reflection of you let us know that you see us in all the things that we're struggling with let us know that you see us when we don't have the words when we don't pray when we can't pray when we are far and distant from you and we don't even realize that god that you are still there for us throughout it all and I thank you, Lord. I think I say this all the time, but I thank you for a Bible. Some people of our our biblical giants did not have a Bible. They didn't have a book they can carry around and read. They may have had a scroll. They may have had something on a the wall. They may have had this little thing or that little thing, but they didn't have the words so close to them that it is hitting in their hearts. God, we do not take that for granted. And it's translated into 7 million different languages. God, we don't take that for granted. And it's even translated in a modern version. If you can't understand what he's trying to say, do what he said. That's how it's translated. And we say, thank you, God. We say thank you, God, because you did not have to do any of this, but you did. Lord, I thank you that you're healing people right now. People, babies in the NICU, people in the ICU, people who something's wrong with them and they don't know what's wrong. My cousin, my godmom's cousin passed away yesterday. From, they didn't know till after she died something's wrong with her spleen. God, we're praying for people who this is their last day and they don't even know it. Or this could be their last day if they don't heed the voice of God and take a left when they're supposed to take a right. And they stay at work later when they're supposed to be at home. And they let their kids stay at, home, at school sick. I'm excuse me, at home sick when they're supposed to be at school. When they make counter-cultural decisions and they don't even know why. You're sparing us right now. God, people who have been harmed, our first responders that have been harmed, our public figures that have been harmed, people who get paid to put their life on the line, they don't get paid enough. Our people in our armed forces, God. Lord, we thank you for people who are literally blind without sight and people who are spiritually blind without vision. We thank you, God, that you are giving sight to the blind instantaneously right now. Immediately, God. We need the immediate, God. Lord, you have shown me the miracle worker, God, over and over again in the last two months. God, I thank you for the immediate healing, God. I thank you, Lord, that you give sight to the blind, that you lift up those who were bowed down you lift them up you keep them near the cross you put them in your arms and you do not let go lord thank you that you never ever let anything come between you and them and lord we thank you that we know why you do this because you love us and your love is pure and wonderful and untainted and unconditional it is agape love it can never be quantified it can never be understood and it can never be used up we will run out of sin before you run out of love. We will run out of hate. We will run out of unforgiveness. We will run out of disappointment. We will run out of being less than before you run out of your love for us because we are your children. And we thank you for that right now. We call that true. We call that holy. We call that divine. And we call ourselves righteous and we won't forget it. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right, prayer family. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I am 
I'm sitting outside of a Zaxby's child. More information that you wanted to know. So sorry about the loud motorcycle. He apparently was spilling himself today. Um, and thank you for tuning in. Firstly, know that God's love language is obedience. And frankly, somebody's life is counting on your obedience to Christ. So it's hard, but it's necessary. And that is his love language. Love him the way he loves you because he loves the righteous. And that's you. Secondly, if you think nobody in the world is praying for you, I'm praying for you. I'm sitting in a Zaxby's parking lot, child, praying for you because I love you and God loves you and um, I value you. So thank you for listening to the podcast and share it with a friend, share it with a family member. Let somebody else know um, about the prayers that we are sending up for our nation today. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Talk to you soon. Bye bye.